And hello, everybody. Everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I'm one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Yes. Far too kind. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, Kevin, man? How you doing today, bro? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm uh, back in South Florida, so I'm feeling real good about myself. <laughs> yeah, Pat was uh, shooting a gig out in the the outskirts, the yeah. outlands, the... Hills Have Eyes area of uh, Florida. And uh, let's just say I'm not a fan of that place. It just seems like, you know how they say that, yo, this system is built for you to fail? That place is meant, is built for you not to have a good time. Should we say what that place is? or We could. Yeah, Tampa. <laughs> Tampa is just not like an enjoyable place. Uh, I said that is, uh, it's a real brown area. It's real fall looking. And I'm not meaning brown as in people. People there are multi, 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 multicultural. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> They're that. But uh, the area itself is just like everything is rustic. Everything is brown. There's no color in the buildings. There's no color in people's lives. And it just seems like that's where human beings go to die emotionally, but not physically, which is a sad thing. I'm saying that about Tampa because there's other places that you can live. I promise you. But let's get on to some joyful uh, uh, things, man. Our first topic is uh, the Oscars, right? The Oscars. So for the first time ever, the Oscars will be introducing a new category, uh, the People's Choice Award where people will actually get to vote through Twitter on what they felt was the best uh, movie of the year. Yeah, so you have from uh, uh, February 14th, which was uh, last week, until March 3rd to vote on what movie do you believe deserves to get the Oscar for, you know, biggest impact in 2021. Um, A lot of people are saying that this might be a... uh, this might be a good way of good thing, good faith, and the Oscars getting people to watch it because this is a chance for movies like uh, Spider Man, you know, movies that are fan favorites, to win an Oscar. When uh, some people believe that they it got snubbed for uh, nominations for Best Picture or I guess Best Ensemble, they could have possibly won. I'm not really sure. The Oscars have always struggled with trying to get younger audiences to watch the show. Mm -hmm. So this is basically their way, like, oh, maybe we could do something through social media. Let's have younger people vote. But I do think that this is going to cause definite friction with how movies are reviewed in the future because a lot of times, you know, we'll say like, oh, you know, I I like this movie because, you know, it's great. And to add more, I guess... Esteem? Esteem to it. It's It's... Oh, but this movie won an Academy Award for this, Academy Award for that. I think this is going to be an excuse for people to be like, no one gives a shit about that. Like, well, who won the People's Choice Awards, though? Like, who who actually won the popularity vote? Yeah. You know? Um, and it's going to be interesting. We were just talking um, right before we started recording. Like, if this were, were to happen retroactively, what movies would have been nominated or voted? Uh, I think definitely The Dark Knight would have been up there. Uh, sci-fi movies like Jurassic Park, yeah. Terminator... Um, big adventure movies, big action movies definitely would have gotten mm-hmm. that vote. Little Giants. Little Giants, The Little Sandlot. Giants, the Sandlot <laughs> definitely would have won. Um, 
Definitely like the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Uh, I think definitely would have been up there. I believe that as a company, I think that Disney would have more Oscars than uh, than any other company if it, if this thing was like retroactive. Just based off of their movies and like it's just like I don't I'm not sure how many uh, awards um, uh, Lion King has won, but this would have been it was like it would have been like a plus one if this was retroactive. Because I mean every it's hard to find uh, people who don't like who didn't enjoy The Lion King when it came out in theaters and they didn't enjoy it when they watched it as little kids. It's a, it's, it's just a great movie. And shit, even as adults, these uh, adult Disney lovers, I don't know what they call themselves. Uh, well, people, I mean, they're into that kind of shit. You know I, mean? I also think these movies that ended up becoming cult films yeah. once they came out on video, like The Big Lebowski and movies like that, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Maybe Quentin Tarantino would have gotten uh, an Oscar for... Um, Shit, maybe Pulp Fiction, maybe uh, Glorious Bastards, Inglourious Bastards, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, all those. He would have definitely like the talk. Spike Lee would have gotten one for Do the Right Thing. Now this would have changed a lot of conversations that people were having. But I wonder if it would have changed it for the good or bad. Because you know, how, like like what you were just saying, like you're saying, um, yeah. Oh, you got an Oscar. Say so yeah, but it was. It was people's choice. You didn't get it for like cinematography, or you know, you didn't get it for best director. You didn't get nominated for those for those for that category. You got nominated for you know people's choice. The people is not what you know people watch the Oscars for. I think that would have been like one of those talks that people would have had. I don't think it would have been valid though. So, do you think? Uh, what do you think is going to be the the winner for People's Choice this year? Since it's going to be the first year. I think Spider Man. Spider Man's gonna take it, right? Yeah. I think Spider Man's definitely gonna take it. Um, what other movie could possibly be in a running as of last year? Even though like Spider Man came out in December, the 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 last quarter of last year, so that's fresh in everybody's mind. But the fact that I mean that movie is doing numbers, it's doing like big big blockbuster numbers, like pre pandemic numbers. During a pandemic uh, time, it's still doing numbers right right now. Even though, um, damn, I forgot that fucking guy's name. What's that son of a bitch name? Who's dating uh, Zendaya? That guy's oh name? Tom Holland. I'm about to call him Harry Styles. Tom Holland, the the Brit. Yeah, even though that dude is in another movie called Uncharted. Like, uh, which Spider Man is still bringing in like millions of dollars into uh, the box office, which is like shocking to me. Well, I'm just letting everybody know right now, since this movie is still in the box office doing millions, you're preventing this movie from coming out on stream. I hope you are proud of yourself. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, I want to watch this shit at home, and I want to pay to watch it in theaters with, I don't know, a bunch of noobs. I don't know what they call themselves <laughs> now. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I'm really looking forward to this uh, this category. They tried to do this back... In the day in uh, 2019, and um, when Black Panther was um, getting nominated, and the consensus around Twitter, they were saying that oh, this this category is going to open up a whole new bag of problems because rather than rather than giving people the nomination for like you know best uh, picture, best director, 
or you know best costume or anything like that they're gonna just throw them all the all the like the the deplorables into um into this category so you could just save all the the ones that people think that are prestige enough into the other ones into like the the premium ones and you know at the time you know i felt that ah, i could see that i could see why they would do something like that or you know why that is and in the thought because I don't know. I, I still feel. I still feel that Oscar. They still have. They they have some racism and possibly some some bigotry in there, man. That is like, oh no. It it's the reason why some people call movies films. You know what I mean? I think that's <laughs> that's prevalent. It is like, why would they want to put a movie like Black Panther or Spider Man into a category with movies that's like, I don't know, The King's Speech, uh, The Artist, uh, fucking. Romeo and a, what was that? Uh, was that movie I was mad about? Fuck it. Uh, oh, well, uh, Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love, which won an Oscar, by the way. That movie won an Oscar. What, what movie? Multiple was Oscars. Multiple Oscars against what movie? What year did that movie come out? I was having this conversation in Tampa, and somebody said, "You know, Shakespeare in Love won an Oscar," and I was like, "Shakespeare in Love, huh?" Nineteen ninety-eight. That movie won an Oscar. Oscar's rigged, you guys, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so The Big Lebowski came out that same year, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Okay, so it got Best Picture, Best Original Music, Comedy Score, Best Supporting Actress, Best Original Screenplay, Best Costume Design, Best Production Design, Best Supporting Actor, Best Director, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Sound Mixer, Best Makeup and Hairstyle. Who the fuck hurt somebody that year mm-hmm. that they wanted to do this movie right here? I, it, it, Shakespeare in Love is a, a rom-com, yeah? Uh... Yeah, I th- I don't know. You know what? I was about to guess, and I realized I never actually saw the movie. I never saw it either. You know what? Maybe I'm talking shit. Maybe I'm the shit person in this in this uh this this hate because I'm I've never actually seen Shakespeare in Love. I can't wait for Pat to see it and be like, actually, I wasn't that bad. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna watch this movie, and then I'm gonna give you my uh my thoughts on it. Um, but. I'm gonna give you some some fucking hindsight right now, and I'm gonna say that this movie is a shit movie. That's just my thoughts. If my if my hindsight is off, I mean deduct twenty points. But um, <laughs> there's no way that a movie like this can get this. What what does a movie like this mean, Pat? What I don't even know what I'm talking about. It was hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi. Most awards, seven awards, most nominations, 13 nominations. This movie's got to be doing something. This movie's got to be doing something. Or maybe it was just, there was a lot of shit movies that came out that year, and that was just the best of everything. Okay, if this movie did so well, why was A Knight's Tale not that good? I, I like The Knight's Tale, but if this movie did well, what about A Knight's Tale? A Knight's Tale should have did something. It didn't get nothing. Nice Tale was a good movie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know movies anymore when I see stuff like this. Uh, in other news, Jake Gyllenhaal did something that 
Normally, if it was done on a set, they probably would have gotten fired. Uh, but Jake Gyllenhaal, apparently uh, there were multiple times in which he took over Michael Bay's camera on the set of Ambulance. Yeah. And direct ended up directing the scenes himself. And um, I can't wait to see this movie because I, I really want to see this amazing cinematography from <laughs> the, the, the great Jake Gyllenhaal. From his... uh, Bubble Boy. <laughs> Or uh, the Prince of Persia, really want to see. Uh, <laughs> really want to see the, these the immaculate skills yeah, that he snatched the camera from uh, Michael Bay to do this. And everybody knows that Michael Bay is known for being like. Um, they say that he's kind of like a tyrant on set and shit. Which is funny because Michael Bay takes the camera away from his cinematographer. Yeah. And then will shoot yeah. scenes himself. So. so that's like three. It's like if you're in that area, you're seeing three cameras being, you're seeing the camera getting taken away three times. Like, oh, shit, he took it away. Oh, damn, he took it away. Oh, damn, he took it away. What the fuck is going on like, over there? Oh, I think my mic went off. Hello, hello. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um how would you feel if you were the cinematographer of that set and Michael Bay takes away your camera and then Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal takes it like away. You're, you're probably sitting there like, why am I here? <laughs> bro, like, bro. What am I doing? The fuck's going on? See, I just want me to just put shit on tripods and shit. Yeah, I want me to be the first AC. You want me to bump down the other, the first AC to second AC and then the second AC to third AC. So then I'll just be an AC to you guys. The fuck is going on, man? And then, and then when people watch the movie and they go, they they go to the, like the red carpet premiere, and then his friends are like, "Yo, the camera was really shaky for that shot." Hey, that wasn't me. That was that not wasn't me. me. That was Jake. That was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> fucking bubble boy over here. <laughs> well, and, I mean, and does he just take the camera, or is he also like guiding the lighting team? Like, all right, I, I need you guys to. We need to diffuse this light over here. Let's move the light over here to create a silhouette. Let's, you know. Or did he just take the camera and go, no, 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 I got it. I got it. I'm thinking that it had to be like he just took the camera. Maybe it was some type of like close-up scene or something. But I'm like, what could you do that Michael Bay and his AC couldn't? I mean, and his uh, his cinematographer couldn't. What are you doing that's so different? Is the is the shot even closer? <sighs> I, it just must have been the test. But here's the thing that gets me, like um, the story of it. He's supposed to be the, okay, uh, Gyllenhaal stars as a bank robber who teams up with his brother, played by Yahya Abdul-Matin II, who, if you guys don't know, this is the guy who played um, uh, my guy. Black Manna. In, uh, yeah, he played Aquaman. Black Manta and and uh, Aquaman, and he also played. He was in uh, the Watchmen, the HBO TV show. He played uh, Mister Manhattan, and it's funny because when I read this article, I was like, "No, nah, that can't be right." And then I look at both of them in the picture. I'm like, "I'm like, wait, maybe I must have read this wrong." So he plays his brother. I'm like, what brother? What? In what sense? They were probably adopted or maybe like a stepbrother or something. Wait, is is Jake Gyllenhaal, is he is he from uh is he like a Natalie Portman kind of thing, kind of situation? No. Thank like they're they're white passing, but they're really from like uh, uh Well that last name is has like a European 
origin to it, but born and raised in the U.S. Huh. But uh, so Abdul said uh, mm-hmm. there were times where he would take the camera from Michael Bay and then you would look around and Jake is shooting the scene. I had never seen anything like that before. I'm curious about those things, but I would never ask the director if I could shoot a scene. I wonder how you asked. How would you? How would you ask the director? I think we should shoot it this way. Jake Gyllenhaal seems like he's kind of like uh, soft spoken. So hey, uh, no, nah, that's Michael Jackson. Uh, hey, uh, no, I can't. I can't find it. I can't find his range. But um, that's a weird fucking move. What is? Is is that a flex? <laughs> <laughs> He's, he still hasn't directed a movie yet. He so maybe this yet. is like his way into like putting his foot in the door and like move and like kind of showing everyone like, all right, this mm-hmm. is going to be my first step into, you know, first I shot these shots myself. Now for the next movie, I'm going to actually direct it myself. I yeah. don't know. Uh, the article says, it goes on to say that Joe Hall is, he's currently adapting Gary, don't know your last name, so sorry. Uh, novel Lake's success for a small screen through his production company Nine Stories. Good name, by the way. Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, Gyllenhaal slates to play the lead role a narcissist hedge fund manager who takes a cross country bus ride to uh, reunite with his college girlfriend and his uh, conscious. That's it. Uh, looks good. Speaking of uh, narcissistic, there was a movie that came out that's on Hulu. That's about remember we were we were talking about uh, the the woman who's she tries to she tried to idolize uh, um, the guy who came up with Apple. Oh, it, that already came out. Yeah, man, I saw the trailer for it like last night. Are you sure? Wait, yeah, man, it, it it's it's played by. Um, it's on Hulu. It, it, I believe it's on Hulu. So they just they came out with a movie on Netflix about the young girl who lied to everyone to try to become a millionaire. Yeah, um, that one movie just came out. I didn't know they came out. With yeah, they came out with that movie. one too, man. Like it's like, dog. The turnarounds on these movies are ridiculous, man. <laughs> these these real life movies are yo. It's like they, you know, maybe it's me because I find out about the story. Like a month ago, and then there's already a movie about it, like right now. And to me, it is shocking, bro. There's a documentary on Hulu. The movie hasn't come out yet. Oh, it hasn't come out. But no. then, what I see the trailer for? I uh, think, yesterday. I think, I think you might be talking about the one that's on Netflix. But it's not no, about her. She had a, she had a the, the what you call it neck, the turtleneck thing going on. What, what's uh, what what's the name of that movie? I'm trying to remember the actress. The movie that had Justin Timberlake in it with uh, In Time. I think that's the name of the movie. Yeah, In Time. The actress who was in that movie. Uh, Amanda Seyfried. The Dropout. That's the name of the movie. But it already came out? I think so. Oh, March 3rd. 3rd. I was going to say, damn, because I really want to watch that. All right. You really want to watch this? Yeah. Compared to the other story of the other lady who's... uh, Doing the you you rather watch this one? Which one would you rather watch? Would you rather watch this one with Amanda Siegfried, or the other one with uh, the about the lady who swindled billions of people, uh, um, people out of billions of dollars for the for the medical industry, for the medical industry? 
I would rather watch this one. Mm. I I saw clips of the other one, and I I don't know. It's it's mm. kind of. Is it Netflix? It's on Netflix. One? Yeah, it's already out. It's already out. I just haven't seen it yet. But uh, what's the name of it? The other one is. Is it, is it uh something uh, um, something in New York? It's not by Liam. Uh, well, not Liam Rhymes. <laughs> Shonda Rhimes, is it? It's not the Shonda Rhimes show that I've been uh, hearing so much about. Is it a movie or a TV show? It's a series. Like it's a limited series. <laughs> it stars Julia Garner. God, that's her name. Um, Julia Garner. She she sounds familiar. Is that the lady from Ozark? Yes, the girl from Ozark. Inventing Anna, Jesus Christ, that's the name of the that. Series. That is what uh, I, I've you know I've never seen it before, but I have seen TikToks about that. You know what's crazy? I was I remember when this story first got out about the real girl. Her name was Anna Delvey or Anna Sorkin, and I was I was, you know, this girl really came from nothing and was swindling like rich people, getting them to believe that she was part of this like really rich family in germany she's not even german she's actually russian so like the german accent that she would do was even fake she would do it started out as like small stuff like she would hang out with them at clubs right next to each other she would hang out (laughs) with them at like country clubs she would hang out with them at like exclusive places and let's say it was time to like pay the tab she would come up with like a bogus like excuse like oh my credit card was stolen or um Something like, oh, I left my phone, I left my bag, can you guys like cover the check and I'll, and I'll get back to you? And, and of course, because they're all rich millionaires and billionaires, they didn't care, they would just pay the tab and alright, it's all good. And she just kept like doing that mm-hmm. and then through just the reputation of her social circle, she would get access to so many things. And it's crazy because it, it really does bring to life that saying like it's about who you know it's about your connections like that can get you everywhere and it's so true so this is the this is the woman who um she was trying to like get people to invest into her company for for the the blood transfusion no that's the other girl the one on hulu that you were talking about the other the one with Amanda oh, okay. Seyfried. the dropout that, okay that, yeah that so one it, I would rather watch. Okay, so so what's her deal? She she just so this girl was identity fraud. Like she made up a person and was getting all this shit and getting people to give her money and all of that, and it was all a lie. And she this up. is the Shonda so, Shonda. So this they, is from Shonda Land. So this is the they Shonda both Rhymes. swindled people. They yeah. both swindled people out of like. Millions of dollars and stuff like that. But the thing is, is that the other girl, mm-hmm. bro, she not only did she swindle like millionaires, but like she even had like contracts signed with like CVS and Walgreens to set up like blood machines at their pharmacies. But these machines were shit. Like they didn't really exist. They 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 never worked. And even till this day, she feels like she didn't do anything wrong. And like people took blood tests that were false. And the results would be sent to them with like false information. Still, didn't think she she did anything wrong. So, what is she looking like? Like, like, wh- like well, what's her sentence? Got, uh, they haven't announced the the sentence yet. She was guilty though of I think I forgot out of how many she was. She was guilty, found guilty for several things. Not all the charges though, but uh, the sentencing should be coming up soon. Dude, you know what? Like, 
um, this inventing Anna, it reminds me of this whole thing about like uh, like fire fire fest, and it's like it's like a social. It's to me, I don't make enough money to get hit with this uh, that kind of like um, fraud. You know what I mean? But the other one, the dropout. With Amanda Siegfried, that seems like that's something that hits everybody. Maybe that's why I'm more inclined to watch that compared to the other one. Maybe that's why I'm more inclined to watch that. Because it seems like this is something that I can see happening to anybody. Whereas Inventing Anna, I'm like, nah, I'm not a socialite. I don't I don't have that kind of money. I'm not a billionaire. I don't do that kind of shit. So the odds of something like that happening to anyone who I know is well. I think both. I think both are far fetched for me. Like I don't. I don't hang around with millionaires, socialites that just you know. Oh, we're gonna eat at the best restaurants and hang out at these private islands and stuff like that. I, I feel like both of these girls are very similar. The only thing was that one of them actually had like a legit business. It was just founded on a lie, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was so Elizabeth Holmes, the 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 blood lady, was found guilty uh five out of the eleven charges. Um oh, only five. But it's possible she can get up to twenty years in prison and a fine of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But yeah, does she got that? Uh I don't I mean, I don't know if she still does. I mean, all that money that she was worth was fake, so I don't know what happens to that. I, I'm not sure how exactly that works. If the money that you were worth was actually all fake. Well, if it's just like uh, how, um, like, like an LLC works, you can you can sue the company, but if she like employs herself, that means that the money that she makes from that company is hers. So in turn, they can't take the money that's hers. Like if she's paying herself throughout the company. But if you found investors uh-huh. and you promise them you're investing in this thing mm-hmm. and this is how much you are going to re- get your return, but that one thing was fake, then does that make the money fake too? Like, you know what I mean? But you still paid the people. Like you still paid the people. Like the, the people are, have already been played, paid. It's not Have like they? they can give you the money. They can't give you the money back. I don't think so. There was this one time that when I was working at Diesel, they made a mistake and they double paid us a week. And then they just took it back, right? Yeah, they took the money back. <laughs> but the funny thing about it is, it's like that Friday when that check hit, like it, it hit on Thursday night, that Friday when we came back to work, people were like extra happy because it was like you got paid another two weeks, right? And which uh, did they take it back, or did they just not pay you the following nah, check? No, nah, to some people that's what they did. But the funny thing about it is, like, there were people who were like saying, "Like, oh shit, yo, I a I went to the bank and I took that shit right out of my account." And I'm like, "You took it right out of your account?" They're like, "Yep, I took it right out." They, but do you not hear that uh, we had an email that came from corporate saying? Oh, just leave the money in your account, and then we'll just, well, what you call? We'll just uh, take it out of your account. Do not do anything to the money. We we made a mistake and stuff like that. Yeah, I got that. Looked at me straight in my face. It just said I still took that shit out. I needed it. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember, oh, man, a long time I ago, I, there was a, uh, a woman that I worked with. This was back at Equinox. Um, she, that they made the, the, the mistake of overpaying her. Mm-hmm. Instead of her speaking out and saying something like, yo, you, you, you know, my paycheck came out bigger than, yo, she just went and spent it. She got so happy and was like, she paid her rent, she did, she paid her bills, and then she went out, and then they were like, oh, no, no, we accidentally, what we're going to do is retroactively, like, the next paycheck. Yo, she was just like, dude, my next paycheck was nothing, and I had, like, nothing in my bank account. And I was just, I felt like telling her, like, why'd you go and spend all that money like that? Like, yo, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> if, like, yo, the thing is, is, like, if you see money that jumps into your account and you don't know where it came from, there's a likelihood that that money is going to go, is going to jump right back out. Yeah. Like, if I have, like, a million, if if out of nowhere I see a million dollars in my bank account, now I'm going to try to take some of that. <laughs> I'm going to try to take some of that shit. Damn, that million dollars is a lot. <laughs> a million dollars is a lot. You know what? There's got to be a way of suing thing. Like, oh, this is some like emotional damage or something that you guys put this much money in my account. Emotional. <laughs> I do have that button. Emotional damage. <laughs> yeah, it has to be like some type of emotional damage because, man, I'd be like, yo, I was so happy, you know, and next thing you know, the money was gone. Nah, that ain't going to work. You just got to go for it. You got to go for broke. Take out as much money as you possibly can. Pay off, pay off the student loan. <laughs> but yeah, Sally well, May. But do you think they'll see that you withdrew cash, and then they're like, "Oh no, we have proof that you withdrew cash. You got to give that cash back. If not, you're going to jail." Mm. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, it's like, is it my mistake that you made a mistake? I made a mistake because you put this mistake in front of me. Isn't that entrapment? <laughs> Isn't that entrapment though? Like if that if that mistake that you made wasn't there in the first place, I wouldn't have done it. I think I got I think I got a case. I'm not saying that I would go in front of the court and then just without a lawyer just plead that whole thing, but I would definitely be like, yo, I mean there was an episode in Workaholics when uh they were being sued and then Adam, they didn't have a lawyer, so they had to be their own lawyer. And then Adam decides to speak up, and he just puts on this, like, out of nowhere, this, like, southern to kill a mockingbird accent. He's like, oh, I do, I do, I do <laughs> declare. <laughs> like, you send me, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if all of a sudden you just, I do declare. Your Honor, <laughs> if it will please the jury, <laughs> I would like to call my first a witness. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I seen it all. I, I was there. Now, did you not give me the money? <laughs> that would be a fucking move. That would be a flex. This is a textbook lynching, <laughs> your honor. Like, what? <laughs> Bro, oh you went out God. partying and just fucking decided to get a VIP table at every strip club in South Florida. What are you talking about? You know what's so funny about that story? It's like I, as is like as is fresh, like I, as I'm see, I'm hearing the story and I'm it's playing on my mind. I'm seeing like she's having such a good time in my mind. I'm at the party like this, like God damn, bro, this is fucked. She doesn't even know partying, partying. It's like why would you party? 
If you got this paycheck on a regular, regular Friday, would you be partying like this? Would you pay your bills and then party like this? Did she not? She didn't know that they were going to take the money out. They thought they were just going. They're multi-million dollar company, so the thing that they're going to do is just be like, okay. Well, you know what? We're just going to give it to you. It, you know what I thought was fucked up was that they never informed her. Yeah, they never told her like, oh, we accidentally overpaid you and. Her first paycheck came out fat. The second paycheck came out with, like, barely anything on it. And then she spoke up, like, hey, this is weird. And then they looked into it. They're like, oh, this is why it happened. And it's like, yo, but, like. Okay, that's different. She probably thought that uh, they, what you call it, they basically gave her, did, did what, what happened? Did they give her the check from the previous, what, what she was missing from the previous check? Within, did they double it's that? A, too? It's like, it's like, imagine your next paycheck, they pay you instead of two weeks, a whole month in one paycheck. And then to make up for it in the next paycheck, they just don't give you anything because you were already paid the, those following two weeks. But here's the thing is that she, yes, it fucked up, it was fucked up on their part that they didn't say anything to her. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, like, yo, like what you were saying, like if you're all of a sudden your paycheck comes out abnormal like that. Then yes, it yeah, was man. because something happened, and you should have said something. Like, I would have just said, "Oh shit, okay." And then I guess I know I'm not spending anything, or just like cash it out, yeah, just to like have it safe. Yeah, because at and that then, point, especially as a company, you have to you have to be um, have the wherewithal that, bro, people people are broke, <laughs> people are living paycheck to paycheck, and. I don't know, man. I'm just thinking, maybe I'm thinking about it in a, a person who doesn't own a business mindset, but I'm thinking that, okay, if I was to do something like that, I'm going to tell people, like, oh, yo, because uh, that's what uh, that's what Diesel did for us. They gave us, like, an email, then, you know, we had to tell everybody who was working with us and shit like that, and that, yo, do, don't spend the money. Uh, the money's going to come right out of your account, like, tonight. So if you spend the money... You're gonna you, if you have negative like if that's all you had you're gonna have a negative account so just a heads up kind of shit and we 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 had to tell everybody but I would I I don't know as a a manager as a store like uh, as a person who owns a business I can understand I'm like you know what fuck it man <laughs> I'm just gonna gradually take the money out of your account like. From here until like the end of the year, maybe like fifteen dollars or twenty dollars or something like that. I'm not gonna do like a one big ass fucking hit because that shit'll hurt. You say that she, you know she didn't have no money in the the following week. I'm like yo, that shit'll hurt. Yeah, yeah, man. I I would just be like, okay, from here we're just gonna garnish your wage. Like we're gonna take like twenty dollars uh, out of your account until you know until you 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 pay it off. Is it if we owe you like um. I don't know, a hundred bucks. You're just gonna have to do it for like uh, a month or two months. That's fine. We'll we'll, we'll definitely figure something out. Said, so, but enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy that you guys got this little uh, boost. Because I've heard of like some companies doing something like you can ask for like pay advances yeah. with some companies. Wouldn't that just be like a pay advance, and then you just pay off a little inc- increments of it over time? Damn, man, it's just damn. But why would she go out though? That was that was the biggest mistake. Is that she just said fuck it and 
ended up spending it. And it's like, yo, yo, but she spent why? all of it. No. I mean, you're back bro, where you started. Bro, she was bawling when she saw that next paycheck. Like, so she thought that all the paychecks was gonna be like this. I don't know what she was thinking, but she just she saw she money. She just started the company, and she just started. No, as a company? she had been working there. She had been oh. working there, and she knew, bro. She knew that this check was more than usual, and the job that she had, bro. There's no way that all of a sudden you miraculously you worked the same amount of hours, and all of a sudden got paid way more out of nowhere. Like, no, fuck that. Like, I think it was just like, but that I think it's that desperate that. Deep down, you've been desperate for a while, and then all of a sudden, it's like this breath of fresh air, and then, you know, and it's like, no, man, if it's too good to be true, guess what? It is. Yeah. Damn, you see, yo, sometimes when I come up on some, like, if I come up on a gig, and, you know, they're paying me, like, 5000 or something like that, while I, while I have the money, I'm thinking about stuff that I want to buy, but as soon as I'm about to spend it, I'm like, nah. Nah, <laughs> I don't like. I have that like that buyer's remorse right before I'm about to purchase it. I'm like, nah, I don't know when my next gig is gonna happen. So then I just sit on it. I just fucking sit on it, and then I just start paying. Yo, one time I paid my fucking uh, Xfinity cable bill for like four months ahead of time because I didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen, and I was like, ah, I felt comfortable. I felt comfortable. And that whole fucking 5000 was gone. Base, paying fucking bills in, in advance. But I was happy, but I was also sad because I was like, nah, I just have like regular money. <laughs> I can't say I, I don't have to worry about like bills and shit, but it's still like, oh my God. <laughs> but damn, dude. I don't know. Some people just want to just cut loose. Everybody needs an escape. That's why playing video games is good. Should have told her she should play some video games. <laughs> Rather than going to the club, you just you just shoot up a club in GTA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I heard a comedian say something about that. He said, "I don't understand how people say playing GTA causes violence." He said, "I've never played Madden and thought that I can be first draft pick to any NFL team." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." You're right. See, I never thought that as soon as I'm finished playing that I could throw fucking 30 yards while running full sprint. And like, <laughs> you're right, man. Yo, but I never what, thought that shit. You know what I did read, though, recently? The FBI mm-hmm. announced that they have been catching people. They made it known to the public. They've been catching people that have been recruiting people through GTA Online for, like, drug cartels and, like, drug smuggling like, the, they found a very subliminal way. Mm. Like, they would play and do a mission. And, and you know, people are chatting. Mm-hmm. And they would talk, like, drug business. But you would think that they were talking about the game. Wow. <laughs> so that's what that guy was talking about. So maybe it's not, it's not motivating people to fucking shoot up a nightclub. But it is motivating people to, like, yo, we got to move these drugs, bro. And we got to do it at... Uh, we gotta, you know. Wow. Yeah. And me over here being like, I don't know, you gotta, I just wanna play some Avengers. You guys got the game Avengers? That's pretty cool. <laughs> What's that? What's the fucking new uh, way of people? On me, on me, spawn on me. He's, he's, he's one shot, he's one shot. <laughs> oh my God, dude. That shit is ridiculous, man. How the fuck did they find out about that shit? 
I think they just probably had people from the FBI actually playing and like, you, you know what's crazy? They mm. probably had someone like Paul Walker in Fast and Furious who had to infiltrate and just act like they were a gamer <laughs> and like listen to these conversations and like, oh shit, this is really happening. Like, holy shit. That would be a great movie. Yeah. You know, I know there's a movie that that's similar to that. It's on uh, HBO. It has um, something Kravitz, Joey. Suzanne Kravitz, something Kravitz's daughter. Oh, the the movie Kimmy, Kimmy. with Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Someone told me to watch that movie. Oh, I watched it. Is it good? It's it's not bad. It's it's a good yeah, movie. It's, you guys told me to watch it when we were yeah. watching the Super Bowl. You said that show, that movie, or TV oh no, no show. I, well, I w- I wanted to watch it. I hadn't watched it yet, but I mm. did finally watch it. Um, for a Steven Soderbergh movie, it's mm. okay. It's pretty good. It's just I, I felt like they were following the numbers. It was like I knew what was going to happen next. Like it, it, the way the movie progresses, like yeah, I, I, I see it happening. I think he didn't know much about the. I don't think he knew much about the the tech, or maybe he didn't know much about like the information or something like that. Because he's pretty. He's. He tends to be pretty good with his. Honestly, it was. It felt like the movie Rear Window from Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, like it, by the numbers, um, he just there were no like twists or anything. It's just the only twist is that. So I don't. I'm gonna spoil Go it, ahead. but uh, basically, she hears uh, a murder through the speaker. Mm-hmm. Later, she finds out that the person who who is on that speaker murdering someone mm-hmm. is the CEO of the company. He he was like in a domestic dispute and ends up murdering the person. Really? Yeah. And the person that he murdered, she owns one of those speakers and he didn't realize it and she had it recording. Mm. Um like like before he walked into the place to have an argument with her, she told the speaker, like, start recording. And then she recorded the conversation and then you could hear her like struggling for her life. And when he finds out, like, oh shit, she had a speaker, um, he he ends up hiring these hitmen to take out that girl Zoe Kravitz because he knows that she mm-hmm. listened to the conversation. So what happens at the end? Um, it turns into a Home Alone movie. That's where it lost me. Oh really? It turns into a Home. So the hitmen come after her. They go to her apartment. They go to attack her, and she uses the technology to like fight against them. Like basically, there's one point where. Uh, the one of the hitmen tells uh, Zoe Kravitz, "Like, look, we we got your your flash drive because she put all the evidence on a flash drive. Mm-hmm. But he was telling her, like, but you got those files that are on that flash drive from somewhere else. We need to know where." And then she was like, "Oh, it, it's on my laptop." So he goes to the laptop to delete the files, and when he does it, she yells out, "Kimmy, start face recording." And then the camera turns on, so now his face is, and he's like, oh, shit. And he, like, turns it off, and then, Kimmy, turn off the lights. Oh. And then all the lights go out. His Kimmy. voice activated yeah, at Home vo- Alone. Yeah, and then she's like, <laughs> Kimmy, turn on Sabotage by Beastie Boys. And then you're like, gang, So now it turns into, like, a badass, like, savior type of movie. And then uh, she finds a, a nail gun because the apartment that she's working, uh, that she lives in, they're like doing construction and then she uses the nail gun to like fight against the bad guys. But like, I just thought like at that point, I felt like this is like Home Alone. This is like an adult version of of Home Alone because it's like, oh no, now the, the bad guys are being thwarted by, you know, this technology. And I'm trying to think of another way that they possibly could have ended that movie without going the Home Alone route. The 
the what you call it? What is that? What's the name of that fucking board game? Mousetrap. <laughs> I mean, he could have just been like a um, a sit down at the end, like a public place. That could have possibly been it. To like exchange information and stuff, and then you find out that oh, it was uh, it was a setup. He set her up, and then she set him up because she knew that he was going to set her up. You know, that whole thing. And, you know, I, I read an interesting article the other day about Steven Soderbergh. So mm. all his movies have, like, a crazy sex scene. In this movie, there's a crazy sex scene. Um, and Does he really? Yeah. He didn't have one in the social network, did he? He didn't do the social network. Oh, that was didn't. David Fincher. Oh, shit. My fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they had asked him in an interview, like, yo, would you ever be interested in, like, directing, like, the Marvel movies, like, doing a superhero movie? He's like, no. He's like, those movies, there there, there needs to be more sex in those movies. And, no, and, no. And You're then, fucking lying, and dude. He goes, and, he goes, and that's <laughs> yeah. what he said though, in the interview. He was like, he goes, those movies, like, yo, it's all led by adults, but, like, yo, my movies have to have a sex scene because I feel like, bro, that's just what adults do. Like... No. They have sex. You're like, fucking Yeah, lying. he said that in an interview. He's like, he goes, that's just something adults do. And like, I don't understand how you can have an adult movie that doesn't have it. Like, that's what people do in life. They just have sex. This dude is probably fucking great, bro. He is fucking his wife. Like, no, bro. <laughs> like, yo. Yeah, what time is it? I got to go home. I got to go have some sex. Damn, Soderbergh. I didn't know you got down like that, dude. Mar- I'm gonna put Steven Soderbergh, Marvel and sex, <laughs> and see what the hell Google gives me. It's a fun thing you ask. We got you, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable! I didn't know that that guy got down like that. The first article, Steven Soderbergh calls out superhero movies' lack of sex. <laughs> His quote was, nobody's fucking. For some reason, I lost internet connection. Nobody's fucking. <laughs> oh, my God. He goes, also, for a lot of these, for me to understand the world and how to write or supervise the writing of the story and the characters, apart from the fact that I can bend time and defy gravity and shoot beams out of my fingers, there's no fucking. Nobody's fucking. Like, I don't know how to tell people how to believe in a world in which that is not a thing. The fantasy spectacle universe, as far as I can tell, typically doesn't involve a lot of fucking. And also, things like, who's paying these people? Who do they work for? How does this job come to be? I can already tell what kind of Marvel movie he'll make. That should have Watchmen. Been. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. There was, oh there was fucking in that movie. Yeah, there was unnecessary fucking in the spaceship. That was a, that was a, that was a hot scene though. After just breaking some fucking guy's leg and shit like that, you just go ahead and just let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you think he has a ground to stand on on this thing? They don't even fuck in the comic books that much. I I will say one thing that I do like about uh, Steven Soderbergh is that he he does talk about he shows the realism behind all these like topics that we we normally overlook. Like for example, the movie Side Effects, 
was about the pharmaceutical company and like all the espionage and like the backstabbing and the killing that's going on in these ruthless companies. He did do a movie that went straight to TV. Um, I forgot what the name of the movie was, but it was about insurance companies and like the realness behind all the lying and like how they're really not protecting people and shit like that. And bro, there was no fucking in contagion. There was really, bro. The movie literally starts with the woman having an affair yeah. with the guy. Yeah. And it's believed that she's the one spreading the virus because she had unprotected sex with the guy that was sick. Mm-hmm. You find out at the end, it had nothing to do with that. It was because of that bat. Ocean's 12 and a 13 didn't have any sex in it. Mm-hmm. I never seen Magic Mike, but I don't I mean. By <laughs> <laughs> the guy's name is Magic. Is a of course is a wizard's tale. It's like Lord of the Rings. It, 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 now it takes into the consideration, like you know how we play that game. That imagine if uh, Quentin Tarantino directed this movie. Now I'm over here. What imagine if? Uh, Steven Soderbergh was to direct like Harry Potter or fucking um, if he was to direct Harry Potter I'm thinking Euphoria a little bit the fucking it's gonna be ridiculous cause he's probably thinking in the normal world these kids wanted pop pills uh, to get a high but like you're talking about kids with magic spells bro? magic spells Oof. <laughs> magic spells oh my god and guys, oh, and the and the boys, oh my God, they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna do like some type of magical thing so they can look at the girls' locker room. Bro, and shit those like sexual that. fantasies coming to life through magic spells, bro. It's gonna be fucking ridiculous, man. I actually would want to watch that. <laughs> Hermione. <laughs> Manio Minfrey, whatever her last name. Expecto mm. Patronum. <laughs> Patronum. It's mm. Leviosa, mm. not Leviosa. Wow. Hmm. Wow, we. <laughs> Harry Potter, the boy that died. Mm. <laughs> the mm. boy that lived. The boy that lived. Mm. May you rise. <laughs> Unbelievable. And you know what's funny is that there was always uh, this ongoing joke about the little girl that's a ghost in the story, the one that's always in the bathroom. You know what, you, what he would have did with her. You, well, what is she doing in that bathroom, bro? Bro, she's a voyeur. She's, she's I think little, she touches too, man. I... <laughs> <laughs> it, got, it, gets, it gets crazy, man. It gets crazy in that fucking castle, bro. You telling me you're a guy, you're you're a kid. How old are these kids? 16, 17 years old? I'm gonna be frank with you guys. Let's be real for a second. Let's throw all kid gloves off. 16, 17 years old. Think of yourself, 16, 17. You're in this wizard's uh academy, uh Hogwarts. Two o'clock in the morning, you're like, man, we're gonna use the bathroom. You see this this ghostly figure of a of a little girl. She's over here telling you that, oh, you're peeing. I like it. Not even saying that you're not going to give her a show. Why not? <laughs> like, all right, cool. I'm with it. I said, what, what, what spiritual things can you do? <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking a ghost, bro. 
all I'm saying, dog. 15, 16 in a, in a, in a castle, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm fucking a ghost, dog. She wasn't bad on the eyes, man. She was, she was cute. I'm a cute kid. We're both new to this. She never had an opportunity to, to, to do anything. That's why she's a ghost. And who would believe this story? Who would? Who? Whom? Whom out there would believe this story? Two nights, three nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a problem with it. I don't see a problem with it. It's, it's only it'll only be a, a problem if like maybe another one of the, the the people who want to go to the bathroom will see. And then like and then I I, I imagine like uh, there was that one movie uh, Goblet of Fire that was supposed to be like the the, the Olympics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you see that school of witches show up, that all girls school, bro. You know shit went down. I feel like they needed more screen time. And you got a kid that looks like <laughs> Robert Pattinson? Bro. You, I believe that that euphoria. school needed more screen time. And they did not have the, enough screen time. They sold that school. They sold that movie because of that school. In the trailer, I remember not wanting to see any Harry Potter movie. But then they showed these girls just walking and doing like a little gallop, slow motion. And I was like, wait a minute. What's happening here? What is this about? What is, and now, since I've seen it now, I'm like, oh, they basically, they didn't show enough of that school. They didn't show, they showed the, the, the oh, this is the school of uh, witches and this is how they get down. You saw a little people, you saw uh, some people from that school hang out and stuff like that, but you never saw anything much. They needed to show more of that school. Maybe there needs to be like an HBO a uh, show that's pretty much just um maybe that's cool maybe <laughs> I don't know I don't know I I'm not I'm not in the big HBO's ear or anything but I think there's demand for it you got euphoria out there you might as well just let's get experimental right why not show us show us some what what else can you do I don't know do something amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Steven Soderbergh I didn't know you were so fucking nasty But you know what they say man People with glasses Oh Let me not <laughs> Cause I'm wearing glasses <laughs> This is his wife If that's his wife It makes sense It makes a whole lot of sense If that's his wife Spouse Oh, she's a screenwriter. This is wife. Wow. I think on that note, man, maybe we should just wait. No, like, you want to talk about? Uh, you saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. Was there no, sex but, in that? <clears throat> no. No. Uh, I don't think there's ever sex in Texas so, Chainsaw Massacre. You know. You know what? It, what so the, the the protagonists in the movie, mm. I didn't care that they died, and I and I noticed <laughs> you didn't noticed, care at all. No, I I didn't care that like they were dying and shit. Like like I didn't like them. Mm. Like they were annoying. Really? Like Generation Z, like you know that that the annoyingness that we see with this new generation, like that's what they were. And I was like, yeah, I I, I want them to die. Like. 
you know, when you see Halloween and you see Jamie Lee Curtis's character compared to the other girls, you're like, no, nah, I want her to live because she's like the one with the brains and she's like, she's smarter than the mm-hmm. other girls and she's not, you know, like she's innocent and you're you like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, granddaughter. I'm not, I'm talking about in the original Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Like you wanted her character to live, mm-hmm. right? And then, it, but then when you watch other movies, like when I saw the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like they were all obnoxious and like I didn't care if any of them lived. Um, so then I see this movie and I feel the same way. I was like, yeah, I don't care if any of them lived. Like, okay. it, I don't know. It was. I see it. I got to watch it. I have to see what it is. But f- based off of the trailer, I remember we were talking about it last week. And um, how was the, how was the bus scene where they all pull out their phone? Did it hit? It was exactly what you saw. There was nothing new. There was there's nothing new. There, there's, he, we didn't see him slice. Oh no, no, you see, no, you see, you see all of that. Like it's a slaughterhouse, and it's like, but I don't know. I, I feel like there were no jump scares. Like in the original one, there were no uh, moments of like, oh my god, he's he's about to get her. He's about to like. Did he do anything to people's bodies to preserve them? Or anything like, oh, that's that's creative. No. He didn't do nothing creative at all. No. He didn't even throw a knife. No, no, no. he uh, he snapped necks. He fucking used his hammer to like break a guy's fucking leg. He did. Uh, the, the gore is there. It's one hundred percent there. But I I just felt like that there was tension in the other movies. There was like a suspense building. You didn't feel that in this movie. It was just, I don't know. It felt very watered down like super watered down the main character you want to feel for her because you basically her backstory is she was the survivor of a school shooting oh okay but they yo they show like one little flashback and like that's it and they expect you to like be like oh like i I want her to live but like her like she herself is annoying in the movie so it's like i really didn't care if she did live so they were really banking on everybody just feeling empathy for her just being a survivor of a uh, a tragic a tragedy even though yeah they wanted you to to feel that way yeah. but they they didn't show any anything more so you you it's hard to to build a relationship with the character when all you have is like this one two second shot of like her like i guess she was one of the victims mm-hmm. but survived the school shooting yeah so she mentions it briefly they show a quick shot and then that's it they never go back to it do they ever have like she has like a uh she is like an anxiety attack no when all they don't show going, none, none of that stuff none happens of that she's just <clears throat> like whatever um and then i i think one thing they could have played on is you know like is it okay to gentrify is it okay to just because the, the the point of the story is like these young people come to this old town because they want to gentrify it. They want to buy this old town and like turn it into like, oh, we're going to put a Starbucks there and we're going to do this here and we're going to open a little coffee shop. <laughs> these there. motherfuckers, they look like they're 21 years old. How do they got that kind of money from social being a social media influencer or whatever? I, I don't know. And uh, and of they're course, like these people in the Mr. town Beast. are just like. Bro, get the fuck out. Like, who?